The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy. On this episode of Pennies Going In Raw, we talk about what we missed since Friday because we recorded the last episode Thursday, Coinbase IPO, Bitcoin hitting 63K, and a little bit more. Hey, yo, check one, two. This is Flavor Flav in the building for the Atlas crew. Atlas trading, what the fuck is up? They're traders, they're prodigies, and then there's legends. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4% fucking percent. by the fucking dick. Hey, who told me about IDEX? Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, someone just made, like, a lot more money than me on my trade. You find out, likes this game of pennies. Did you check the portfolio? Pennies, pennies, pennies. The margin for error is so small. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. And they out there making money right now off of penny stocks. The two guys is putting their work to make y'all rich. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Time to think big. Pennies going in raw. Featuring Dan, Deity at Dicks, and Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny Strokes, baby. Welcome back to another Pennies Going In Raw. Today is Wednesday, April the 14th, and we're seeing spy. I mean, we were kind of expecting a pullback, but then on Friday, uh, like I said, we we recorded on Thursday and then Spy on Friday towards the end of the day just went crazy, hit like 411. And now we're seeing that continue to around the 414 range. What are your thoughts on that? Do you, are, I mean, 420 by 420 is like, it's on pace. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's definitely possible, you know, 420 on 420. We are only one week away, less than one week. We have three, we have three trading days. We have Thursday, Friday, and Monday. And then on Tuesday, that's the 420. If we hit 420 on, if SPY hits 420 on 420, I, I genuinely think in this market, meme stocks will fly. Yeah. Yeah. I think meme stocks will fly. Um, I also think that, I also think that that's a really good opportunity for small caps to really ignite the fire. It, it's kind of like we were talking about when we talked about quad witching, that during quad witching, there's more volatility giving. Um, the bears a better chance or kind of like that uh, that little window of opportunity to uh, you know make something happen. I think the same thing with the small caps that uh, there's kind of like this window of opportunity uh, where everything kind of aligns and that this could, if we get some crazy runner, ignite the small caps, um, which would obviously be great. And what I mean by that by ignite the small caps is when something goes you know a thousand, two thousand percent. And, uh, it, you know, goes a thousand, two thousand percent and all of a sudden ignites anything with like, you know, let's call it a sub billion dollar market cap. You know, any news makes it fly. Yeah, I guess uh, another thing to kind of mention, uh, I guess we can kind of mention it every week. Small caps still really haven't reversed. They're still they're still dying uh, just like every single day almost. Uh, it, I, I can't wait for them to reverse. Um, we talk about it like every week. When will they? When will they? And 
I guess we just got to keep waiting. And whenever they finally do, man, we can get back to making some real quick money on some penny stocks. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people remember when we did the algos episode and that was kind of bought into question kind of things that we said. Um, do you believe it's now about algos, um, about how important they are? Yeah, they're basically 80 percent of the volume. And I and I can at least say that with certainty that uh, I have missed the 80 percent of the volume. And I mean, we're just seeing things that would normally fly on news just kind of die off. You know, they, they almost go red by the end of the, by the end of the day. Um, so I think that, you know, it, I think that, you know, market makers are playing a game with us. They're just killing small caps. And this could be for multiple reasons. We see this a lot in August, um, you know, in the summer months, because a lot of, you know, the bigger funds take off and things of that nature. But for us to see it this early is it is really interesting because we never see it this early. And on top of that, a lot of people think that it's kind of in retaliation to kind of what happened on GME and things of that nature. You know, I, I'm not going to try and speculate why, but I think the important thing to note is that once small caps are reignited, um, you know, that's when you got to strike when the iron's hot. Because uh, kind of what Dan was saying was that if 420 does bring back meme stocks, that's going to be fantastic. But we also have to keep note that just because, you know, we see kind of like that that little glimmer of hope does not mean that, you know, small caps are back. You know, we want to see two, three, four days of consistent, you know, 1000% runners or, or, or you know, multi 100% runners. Uh, last year was KODK that really lit them off. Um, and, and so we got to be ready for that because once once it once it gets hot, it gets hot really fast. And those first few weeks are super important because those are when things go absolutely bonkers. And another thing we also kind of like to mention a lot is the disconnect that's been happening. You know, we, we always talk about the disconnect that's happening between SPY and small caps. But another disconnect that we've seen recently is Bitcoin sympathies and Bitcoin itself. Today, the Coinbase IPO happens. It still hasn't happened yet. We're recording this around 9.30 Central Time, 10.30 Eastern Time. Uh, Pre-trading, it's around 375, I think. And then just yesterday, it hit 63. And then at 1 a.m. this morning, it hit 64K, or like maybe even 64.5K Bitcoin did. And now you're seeing these Bitcoin plays play off of probably not just Bitcoin. Do you think it's, it's off of Bitcoin? off of the Coinbase IPO or a mixture of both? They're all just kind of working together. Yeah, so they're all kind of working together because we we talked about it, but we really didn't think that Bitcoin players were going to ignite until Bitcoin hit a new all-time high. Bitcoin did hit a new all-time high this week. Um, but, you know, it kind of comes down to everything. You have a Coinbase and Bitcoin hitting a new all-time high. And then, you know, of course, Bitcoin's been inside the media a lot more, you know, this week because of Coinbase. And then SPY and, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the market's because, doing great. Exactly. Um, so that's something that really plays into it. But with Coinbase, you know, that's one of the biggest questions I've gotten recently is how I'm going to play it. And I think the best approach right now is that, you know, kind of think of it like, where is where is your edge as a trader um, when you're trading this coin? Uh, you know, you could go, you could take it from one perspective that all these ETFs that are trying to follow coins are going to have to buy in, hence pushing the price up. And then on the other side, you could say, okay, what's stopping insiders from, you know, their parents buying, you know, billion, millions of dollars of, sh- of uh, shares 
and just dumping it on the open market. And uh, so, so I don't really, you know, I kind of, when I, when I laid out the pro and cons list, I really didn't see a huge edge one way or the other long or short. And so when I see that I'm kind of hands off, you know, like, will I be excited to see it? You know, do I want to see it rally super high? Yeah, of course. But is, is it easy to short uh, these stocks or is they IPO? Uh, no, 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 no. It, I, when I say, when I say short, I mean more like the sector, because obviously if, I mean, if Coinbase, if Coinbase, you know, takes a dump off the open, then, uh, I would expect most of the other coins and most of the other, you know, crypto miners to dump with it. You know, we've seen. Some oh yeah. Weakness. I think, I think it opens yeah. in a little bit. And right now, like while we're recording this, I'm in some Bitcoin sympathies and I have my sell limit set and I have my stop losses. Like I'm not, yeah. I know if Coinbase tanks, man, all of these are going with it more than likely. Yeah, exactly. Or, or kind of like what you're saying was that, you know, if, if coin, if everybody starts buying Coinbase, um, then, you know, then it'll probably fly as well. Rip, yeah. Uh, but that that's also a really good point about what you were talking about, um, about easily shorting, you know, an IPO and it's not which is why we see more times than not in an IPO um you know do well right off the right off the bat fact right off the you know the basis and the other reason is that right off the bat i think is what you're Yeah that's what i was trying to yeah. say i think i said what i say base like, yeah, yeah right on, and then right off the basis there's a lot there <laughs> i know yeah and the other thing is that when you're taking a company public you know you want the public to buy it and feel that it's cheap so most of the time, um, you know, what you'll what the underwriters will do is is that they'll actually, you know, let's just say that they put a valuation of you know a hundred billion on it. What they'll do is that they'll IPO it at you know let's call it like a ten or fifteen percent discount because they want it to you know they want buyers in the market to feel that it's a really good valuation, really good price. You know, if they if they uh, if they value it at let's call it one hundred twenty billion and they IPO it at you know. 200, you know, nobody's going to want to buy that. So I think that that's another reason that we see IPOs do really well right off the bat. Um, so I'll be interested. I'll be on the sidelines most likely unless like, I think it's just interesting to see what it does. I think yeah. it could definitely tell about what's a lot to come, even with Bitcoin, Bitcoin sympathies, et cetera, et cetera, and how they all play off each other. Yeah. It's good to see how the sector plays off. Yeah. And I, another thing, I mean, it is so crazy to think that Bitcoin is at 65K or whatever, because I remember in probably the summer of 2020, uh, right after that crazy drop to like 4K, and this is probably around 8K or whatever. And I'm reading that uh, there's an article on medium.com uh, about the halving. It explains it super well. And it was basically saying like, if everything plays out, history repeats itself, it's going to be at like 110K by the end of 2021. and all those predictions of 100k by 2021 and they seemed so unrealistic like it going up 1500% or 1000% and here we are looking like it might happen by summer for all we know unless like a giant crash happens which you know whenever bitcoin does end up tanking it does tank hard but right now it's looking it's looking pretty strong man i mean just like i thought it would tank around the 50 and then it just was like nah <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's really interesting because when you think about it it's kind of like a low flow when you really think about it uh it, it's a low flow but my issue okay i i actually you know i'm i have fomo from not buying it in you know 2016 2017 uh but it goes back to what we talked about is that like they could take this thing to a million 
Like they definitely could because it comes down to the simple supply and demand. Uh, that being said, do I think that like Bitcoin is going to replace the U.S. dollar? Probably not in the next 50 years. Um, you know, I could see some kind of some kind of international uh, cryptocurrency, but something that can't be regulated by the by the government, I don't see replacing um, you know the U.S. dollar. And so, could they take it to a million? Definitely, simple supply and demand. But could they also take it to back down 10k? 100 percent. And so, when we think about a low float, you know, when we think about a low float, it just so heavily manipulated. And that's how I see Bitcoin as well. So if we ever saw some super crazy, you know, Bitcoin flash crash to like, you know, 15K or 10K, would I take some? Yeah, probably for for the fun of it. But uh, but I, I'm not buying my first nibble up here. No way. Yeah. I mean, I remember whenever, I mean, my first like crazy big stop drop, I think I had like a good bit of my net worth in Bitcoin with an average of like 8,500 and the day it dropped to like 4,100. I, I didn't, I like didn't have money to buy more. I bought maybe a quarter of one down there, but it was, it was tough. But I mean, it grinded up and it is I was just thinking about a dip to 15K saying that would make no sense a year ago. You know, 10 to 15K would be awesome. But, you know, it's definitely awesome to see all you crypto nerds making money out there. Definitely proud of you. Can't wait to see you guys on yachts. Yeah. Um, So I guess moving on from stonks, later tonight we are going to do a little Instagram live because this is short. We, you know, we've been a little slow since returning from Houston, which was a lot of fun. Zach's house was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, a lot of people didn't believe it was his because of a padlock on it. But God, that thing was nuts, man. Yeah, I mean, there's just no words to describe that thing. You know, all this hard work, all, all you know, the gears of constant grinding, you know, has really paid off. And, and I'm not just talking, you know, materialistic, but just everything. I mean, that house, you know, says it, you know, says it for itself, you know, so, you know, huge shout out to him. That is so, so cool. So, so awesome. And, uh, I, I think we can't wait to crash it again, or at least me personally. No, oh, yeah. I can't wait. Dude, whenever he gets furniture in there, but the thing I was saying is like, it was dope without furniture. It was the only house I could take a 30 minute house tour. And I was like, there's more, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the aquariums, the movie theaters, I mean, it was, it was all like, like cartel it's stuff you see in rap music videos it was it was crazy it's awesome something to look up to uh but no i mean the whole weekend as a whole was cool we met we met up with ultra uh zach pj uh breathe carolina tommy and dave met trogdor dark elvis i mean there were and shout out to all the all the listeners and all the atlas gang that showed up man like going downstairs at that at that event it felt like it felt like we were superstars almost. It was it was so cool, man. Yeah, it was so awesome meeting everyone that came out. I think we all had a really fun time. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it was just awesome to finally put because we interact with so many people on a daily basis on Twitter. And to really put, you know, there was a few names out there like Travis and, you know, I mean, there was a few, you know, Huntley and we, we had a few names that, you know, we interact with on Twitter on a daily basis sometimes. And so for us to really, you know, be able to meet them and, you know, share a drink or, you know, one or two was so, so cool. And I really can't wait to do it again. You know, 
Barrett, Travis, you know, we, so many. Yeah, no, it was, it was genuinely like one of the, one of the crazier nights, just being able to just, it, it, yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, everyone's always been saying, you know, we need a FinTwit or Atlas meetup and, you know, for, for a small one, um, that, that we had, it, it was definitely better than anything I could have imagined. And just shout out to all you guys, you know, none of this is possible without y'all. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys at the at the IG Live tonight. Yeah, thanks guys for listening. We just wanted to hop on here, you know, talk a little bit about how we view Coinbase, how we view this crypto market and just the market overall. You know, we can't wait to go live tonight, you know, that being uh, April 14th. And if you guys really like our content, the only thing that we ever ask of you guys is to give us that five stars at the bottom of the Apple podcast page. That really helps us out, helps us out, you know, in the ranks and, you know, just showing that you know, that you guys like our content. So if you like our content, please do that. And uh, we will see you guys tonight.